everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. You're supposed to say like hi or something. I feel like there's just nothing how, that comes after how, that. How are you, Kimberly? I, I'm doing okay. How's your weekend? It's it's not bad. What what did you do this weekend? Tell us about your life. I'm in Orange County visiting my family because my cousin, whose name ironically, guess what her is name is? Nikki? No. Pam? No. Pam was last week. Andrea? No. No, Pam's this week. We're just not covering Pam. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Pam, we decided not to cover. I don't... It was way too sad. Who who am I missing? What name am I missing? Come on. You're going to get it. Am I close? Okay. Yeah. Lily. 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 No. Rebecca. No. Was there a Rebecca? Yeah. Amanda. No. Who was Amanda? You'll find out. You never know what's name. Who is it? What What's the name? This is going on way too long. Who is it? Sydney. Oh, si- oh good Lord. Wow. I just went all around it. <laughs> I went for the most difficult ones. Yeah, you went on the going... circumference instead of right to the center. Oh, brother. Everyone, this week we're not covering the Friday night episode. We're covering the Saturday night episode due to an executive last minute decision. By Katie. By me. Yeah. We thought it was too sad. The mom was too sad. It was. An, we have another sad mom in this one, though, too. We do, but this it wasn't. This episode is like just as sad to me, but they're all sad these days. Yeah, a Dateline is trying to kill us. But we do have some interesting tidbits in this one that make it stand out a little bit. Yeah, I so, feel like I should point out though, none of this was race related. Now, people sometimes get mad at Dateline for not covering the crimes of African-American women who are murdered and they fixate on the blonde white lady. And people were very excited that there was finally a black woman featured on Dateline. Not they were happy that she was murdered, but that a story like that was getting a more story attention. Is covered. Oh, and so no. We did not not decide to cover it due to anything race related. It was just such a sad episode. And the mom with the gorgeous hair, oh, it just kills. It was so sad. And the brother. I think it was more that the mom was one of the main interviews. And we had had a mother who was a main interview last week. And so this is just doing the exact same thing. Yeah. It was just, it would, except no gators. No. Just all sad. Please, everyone, watch that story because it's really interesting. But it's just, I think that people will understand why we covered this one when you we get to the heart of it. Yeah, Pam did nothing wrong. No, that's the woman so who was murdered. No, she literally just had. She met up with a bad guy. We're talking about the episode, the Golden Child. She just had wrong nothing guy. to do with the favorite son. No, not a bit. Sadly. That was a weird name for that episode. Yeah, it really shouldn't have been called that. Also, because it didn't seem like the brother was the only other sibling we see is he the brother. Okay, he, he's pretty active. He was yeah. like trying to find out what happened to her yeah. and. So he's, he's like, what, F you, Dateline, the, I'm the silver medal I'm child. the silver boy? Yeah, I don't like that. Was there a bronze? Was there a bronze was that there, we just don't see? There, there might have been. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It was rough, That's you weird. guys. It was very yeah, sad. Yeah, it was rough. So we tried. We just can't do it. It was a dentist. No. And so this one happened to be a dentist. Dateline it's just all dentists all the time. All, I was just going to say, all dentists, all, Dateline now stands for dentists. TV channel. I thought yeah. I could do an acronym there for some reason. That wasn't going to happen. Dennis do you think they, do you think they're gonna actively just... tries enough, looks intelligent, needing excellence. Yeah, I'm going to let you finish. He doesn't need that... excellence. He's not lacking in excellence. That's not the right phrase. 
Necessary excellence. There we go. I like necessary excellence. Never ending excellence. Is that okay? Never. Are you That's writing it down? Good. Yeah. I'm going to try to work on it, but then I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to be working on it while you're doing the recap. You're yeah, I don't like that. I like that. Well, while so you're, have to work while on it you later. are not listening to me, I'd like to say hi to Ian. Hi, Ian. He really wanted a shout out. Oh, hi, Ian. Off the top. Hi, Ian. <laughs> you get a front row shout out. Front row shout out. What's this episode called? House on Sydney's Cove. Oh, Sydney's? It's a possessive? Yeah, I think so. Isn't it? Am I wrong? Maybe. I doubt it. You're very rarely wrong. It I would think, be shocking. I'm glad you finally admit that. No, I admit it all the time. No, you're right. It is possessive. Who's Sydney? Your cousin. Sydney, my cousin, owns this town in Georgia, <laughs> even though she lives in Minnesota. It was okay. bequeathed to her by the city. Oh. Like Shit's Creek. Yeah. Creek, not Queek. Shit's Queek. That's what I came up with today. Wow. This is off off for a great start. Okay. Uh, So this is hosted by Dennis Can't Get Enough. There we go. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. And we start off. Oh, I don't know the dates. I forgot that part. All right. (laughs) It's a repeat. Let me Um, help you. Season 24, episode 44, aired on May 8th, 2016. There we go. So this episode, (laughs) we start with a search party. And you think, yay, how fun. Turns out it's a really sad search party. But I was still pretty excited because it's raining and they're all wearing matching shirts. And I really was into that. Yeah. Now, also, the headquarters for the search party is in a Walmart parking lot, which is just just perfect. You could, well, a killer could go into Walmart, get the kill kit, and then return a week later to help participate in the search. To throw off the scent that uh-huh. they were the killer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this episode is about Nikki Lily? 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 Lily. Lily. But then I, in one, on the form for the like missing person, it says Nikki. And then we find out her name is spelled N-I-Q-U-E. Which I've never seen before. You know why? Why? Do you know what her full name is? Unique. Dominique. Dominique. So it is spelled with a Q-U-E at the end. So it is, regardless of you and your name spellings, I think you got to forgive this one. What is your sister's name? Amy. So you have named one kid Amy. Is it Amy? one kid Dominique. Is it Amy, though? I might be off on the Amy. I feel like it's Amy, though. I wrote Amy at one point. I don't know. The mom's name is Harriet, though. Which is great. <gasps> and which I is just a... got myself a title. Oh, there we go. Harriet the Spy. That, well, that can't be your title. I just can't give it right now. Well, why is it? Why would it be the spy? I don't know, because she kind of was, like, looking for things. Well, why don't we do Harriet and the spy? Because that makes more sense for later with the surveillance. Oh, okay. 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 I could do you that. You were right there. Yeah. You're like... You're I'm there. Usually, you just need like a push over the line. I know. You're right there all the time. Okay. Miniki, Miniki, Monique. Yeah. It's spelled like Dominique. Monique, the actress. It, Monique. Yeah. That's okay. So there's no Mo. It's Nick Nick No Mo. Nick No Mo was married and divorced twice. She then moved in with her sister, which Dennis thinks is hilarious and like a sitcom. And I was trying to think, I think there was a sitcom in like the eighties. About two sisters who live together. Designing women? Something and Allie. No, they didn't live together on Designing Women. They don't live in that house? No, Dodo. Suzanne has her own house. Has you ever seen the show? 
No, I know Suzanne has her own house, but don't you? Ju- oh, but Julia and Suzanne are the only two that are sisters. Yeah. Feels like they all live together as sisters in the office. No, it's not little women. <laughs> and then Beth dies and we're all very sad. And the March what family Meg do? continues What does on. Meg do in Little Women? Is Meg okay or does Meg get sick? No, Meg is fine. Um, Meg gets married? Meg gets married to... Does she marry... Which one marries... Which one was Winona Ryder? Which one Joe. cuts her hair? Joe, Joe cuts her hair and sells it. Joe's the main. Gets sick and dies. Spoiler alert. Oh, Amy's the young one. And Amy ends up marrying their best friend, who Lori, who was their best friend across the street, who always loved Joe. But Joe ends up marrying a really boring, like, German guy, in my opinion. Like, he should, she should have married Christian Bale. And then. Christian Bale is Lori. Yeah. And then there's another one. The oldest one, who's kind of just there. She Meg. has babies. Meg. Meg. She has babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what her other purpose is. So if you took a like a BuzzFeed quiz, which March sister are you? And you got Meg. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I feel really bad. I don't probably want to be your friend because you sound Maybe really we boring. Should. That's not. That's not true. We definitely have some Megs that are friends with us. No, Meg is like Anne Veal. No, but Meg, you have to have Megs in your life because they counterbalance the Joes. You can't have a bunch of Joes running around with their hair on fire. No, that's true. It'd be chaos. It'd be chaos. It's a lot. Which one am I? I'm going to decline You were trying to, to say state. Meg. You were going to say no, Meg. No, I'm, I'm going dist- to decline to state at this time. This is time. like when my work husband, Greg, called me Anne. I don't think you're Anne Veal, and I don't, nor do I think you're Meg, but I'm not going to say which one I think you are. Beth? Amy, the spoiled one. The spoiled youngest one. I didn't say it. You said it. That's what you're thinking, though. No, maybe. We will never know. I'm like, a, I'm a mystery wrapped in an enigma. You won't know what I'm thinking. Let's well, you're on. Joe. You're Joe. No, I'm definitely not Joe. I'm absolutely Beth. Let's get real. We'll be lucky if I've no, had Beth another was decade. so sweet. Oh, well, I'm pretty nice. Yeah, I guess. You're pretty nice. Kind of okay. gross. It's like to a point where it's not great. Yeah, that's true. To the point where it's killing you on the inside. Like Which it eventually kills Beth. We, like we'll get lucky. You know, 50. Beth got killed we'll be because lucky. she was giving food to a neighbor who was ill. And then right. she contracted the illness. That is something you would do with one yeah. of those cats you're trying to rescue. One of those cats is going to bring you down. Mama in the some garage. some disease. Yep. Yeah, no, I keep trying to clean her eyes out. She doesn't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So what happens in this D-A-T-E-L-I-N-E? Now it's an acronym at the top of my page. So Mm. that's how it goes. Nikki meets Matt. I see it. You didn't have to show me. I know how how Dateline's spelled, but thank you. She's so proud. It's on all caps. And I think the first D is debonair. Debonair. What is A? A Assassins. (laughs) Intelligence. Debonair assignments. Where did I get T, T? Technology. Ooh, technology's good. Innovation. Now it sounds like an ad for a technology company. Technology, innovation, engineering, excitement. (laughs) Except debonair sounds like perfume. So that's that's the Dateline cologne. We just created it. It's done. Dennis's Dateline cologne. Yeah. Smells like power ties and, I don't know, Florida swamp. That's gross. Swamp tie. No. I think he uses Old Spice. Yeah, he's definitely an Old Spice guy. But Old Spice has all sorts of flavors now. There's like Thunder Road. 
Wolverine. I don't even know what they are. No, I saw it the other day. The original. Although okay. Natalie Bannon says that our whole new Dennis, new year, new Dennis thing mm-hmm. is false because when she came, he came to her house to film a dateline, like to watch a dateline. There's a dateline party and they That's picked right. a listener and he went to her house that he was very sassy even back then. Really? Yeah. Well, so I think he's letting it, he's, he's letting, letting it, it show. Yeah. No, he's like, he's let down the veil a little yeah. bit. He, he's loosened the proverbial tie. Yes. And remember when Josh told us on the Mank Files that Dennis is the one who reveals least about himself, his personality on the air. I think Dennis took that to heart and now he's showing himself. But remember how surprised I was at the viewing that we went to a crime con last year with Dennis's attire. Yeah. Remember he was in that cowboy shirt. I think he was in boots too. It was a peach cowboy shirt. Yeah. And he was real smiley. Very nice. He sat with the people. He did. Keith sat in a booth very shy. Yes. Likes to go on stage and talk. Yes. Andrea was there on the side as well. And then Keith heckled Josh from the booth. And that was really funny. And Dennis was sitting in the middle of the fans. Yes, he was. Smack dab in the middle. It was his episode. I'm the star. And he sat with the people. He was like, I'm not separate. I'm one of you. But he's not. No, he's of course not. No, he's Dennis Murphy. He's not. Okay. So so So, we have a search party. Everyone's in red. Yeah. So Harriet's there. Divorced. Lives with her sister. Then she meets Matt online. They get married. They have more kids. So now she has like kids from a previous marriage and she has kids with Matt. They One kid from previous. Okay. Well, we see her a lot. Oh, that. Alexis, right? The daughter. Yes. There's one daughter that we see all the time. Yes. Yeah. And she's interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They lived in Georgia. She was the primary breadwinner. He did something with computers, like taking apart old computers and then making them new computers again. Yeah. But- the way the sister made it sound was like he didn't really do much. Yeah. He maybe, maybe played a lot of Xbox and talked to a guy in Delaware. Maybe. Yeah. We don't know. He seemed nice, though. Then- Matt, the husband, seemed yeah, nice? to the family at first. He made sure. her laugh, and they laughed. And mm-hmm. then laughing is good. It makes mm-hmm. endorphins, you know? Mm-hmm. Then the sister, who's interviewed a lot, the sister and her best friends, one day, the sister takes Nikki and Nikki's daughters to a spa day. I kind of thought a spa day was like, whatever. It's not important what I thought. What do you think spa day? I thought it was more extensive, like to go to the spa. I thought it was like you do a facial and a massage and all that. That's like a fancy, like a, you're thinking like a Burke Williams, like one of those yeah, fancy days. Yeah, something spas. I could never afford, but that's just what I right. thought when people would say, like, we're going to a spa day. But I like calling it a spa day when you're just getting your nails and toenails done. That's fun because it still but feels I good. I would just call that we went to get manicures. Exactly. I totally agree with you. Spa day to me seems like you're going to the front, you're paying someone at the front um, an entry fee and you get to use certain saunas or whatever and mm-hmm. then you have to pay extra for services. So I for think a facial getting, like, for a massage. A Brazilian, I think you're going head to oh, toe. Oh, you're doing the full. The full thing. Like you come out feeling like a new woman. We're going to do that sometime. Someday we're going to be able to afford to do that. Someday, someday I'm going to get that for you, and for Hanukkah. Like, Spa day. And I'm get, guess what? And I will have saved the whole year and I will uh-huh. have gotten you a spa day. And I don't then we'll think it'll be worth it. it because I will eventually bite the, 
the nail polish off my nails and the bottom of my feet will get all rough again because they're very dry. No, but for a couple of days, you will have had a facial and you'll have gotten a massage and you'll feel kind of fancy. It's just about feeling fancy. And even if you hate it, that's why it's the best gift because it's free. You didn't pay for it. I paid for it. That's true. It's the best gift. I don't really like people touching me, though. Yeah, I know. I'm scared about that. We'll do it together. It'll at least be a funny story. Yeah, okay. Anyways, th- Nikki got her nails painted pink, and then Nikki went missing. They do a why'd search they party. Why'd they tell us that? You don't know why they told us that? The pink nails? No. Oh, I missed it. Okay, keep going. Good. This is good. I don't know. I don't remember. <gasps> that brings us to the search party. They're all wearing red because they're trying to draw attention to them. So it's like 100 people wearing red shirts because the press wasn't really covering that she was missing because there's no body. They don't even know if she's missing. So mm-hmm. they even have one guy chopping at the brush with like a machete. It was yeah, well, an intense search party. He, here's the question. When did the search party start? She was missing for eight days total. So did search party start on like day four? When was she reported after two days she was reported? So I'm just wondering, I didn't know the timeline on that I didn't at all. Okay. Um, there is also one person not wearing red who we'll get to in B-roll Bonanza. Did, did you, you spot him? Did you not? I saw a couple people not wearing red and I was pissed. I was like, did you not get the memo? I mean, I don't really own a red shirt, but I would stop by a Target and no, get No, neither red did shirt. Harriet. Harriet didn't own one either. Harriet was really clearly wearing her husband's red polo. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, no, she just borrowed something from from him. That was yeah, cute. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I was like, no, because it was, I noticed because it was Lacoste. It had the little alligator. And yeah. I'm like, huh, she doesn't seem like a Lacoste. And I was like, oh, it's her husband's. That's funny. Maybe. You don't know. Yeah. She I could think be it Lacoste. was. The size of it looked like it was. She could be Aeropostale. I know they're different. I just like saying it. <laughs> Harriet's mother is. Well, so the one guy <gasps> chopping with the machete made me a little nervous because what if he accidentally chopped a body in half? He's going nuts chopping at the brush. He's not chopping high enough to or low enough to chop a body. I don't know. I, he didn't seem like a professional. So I was a little worried. A professional machete person. So <laughs> Harriet, Nikki's mom, is passing out flyers. This is the, by far. I can't. I don't know why Katie picked this episode. I wanted to, to kill myself. Okay. Is it sad? She's passing out flyers door to door, and mm-hmm. someone tells her to get away or they're going to call the cops on her. Mm-hmm. And they slam their window closed right in front of her face. Great job, Georgia. What the heck? And Dennis says Southern hospitality was in short supply that day. And then she's trying to talk to this other guy, and he's trying to, like, get away from the camera. And she's kind of—it's just really so sad. It's like when I see an old man eating by himself at a restaurant. Stop it. Don't talk about that. And it makes me want to cry. Stop, stop, stop. I can't. It makes me nauseous. Stop talking about that. No, we're not going to talk about that. I don't—I'm really mad you brought it up. I spend most of my days trying not to think about stuff like that. So please don't bring that up. But I that that lady who slammed the window— feels so bad right now. I hope she's watching. She knows what she did. And you know who it is? If you listen to our Patreon this week, she is Kathy, the juror, who wants yeah. to speak to the manager. Yeah, it is. She probably. needs to speak to the manager. So she's we'll, going to speak to the manager. She will speak to that manager. And if the manager's on break, she'll wait. Yes. Um, no. But I do want to say this about the person that slammed their window. There is a quote that I had a quote book when I was a kid. And it was, be kind, 
because everyone everyone you, you know is, is, has a harder journey is fighting a, it was actually everyone you know is fighting a battle like it was something like that and i was thinking but also that goes with we can't judge the person that slammed the window you don't know what's going on with them that day that is could it be, worse than her daughter being missing we don't know yeah it could be maybe she just got a call that her brother committed suicide <laughs> see what i'm saying I got you, though. That's bad. What if it was that? Yeah, I What guess. if it was? I'm saying we can't judge too harshly on the slamming of the window. Kathy. We don't know. I'm trying but, really hard, Kathy. But it might have been Kathy. But let's and get she real. she just, yeah. No, you know why I know that's not the truth? Hmm. And I'll get to it in a couple minutes. I'll tell you exactly why that's not the truth, that her brother okay. didn't commit suicide. But also, we should explain to the folks at home that the the odd part about the whole search party is that this is all on videotape so this is all from whatever news footage they're doing we have live actual footage it's yeah. not a reenactment of the search that's high def yeah it's kind of nuts like we you, see kathy being a bitch in real life yeah and it's not just like normally we just get like you know grainy footage or pictures yeah. or whatever no this is full on yeah they're trying to get the word out there. Nikki's coworker Allison, she's involved. Oh my in god! You party. remember that the coworker's name, but you didn't write down the sister's name. No, I don't know why. She's the sister, Amy. Okay, they are assigned one of the last unassigned. She and this. Okay, Allison is. I don't think she's dating. I think she's friends with this guy Derek at work, who I feel like is kind of the lazy guy at work, and she got saddled with picking him up. This is what I'm imagining the situation to be. Who's like, Derek? I'm paired oh, with Derek. Derek, the coworker. Ugh, Derek, he's such a flake. Like, he never he never gets our coffee order right, but, like, I'm paired with him to go to this search party because they're both 45 minutes late to the search party, and I'm going to blame it on Derek and not Allison because I think Allison seems really responsible. I think Derek was maybe watching the Today Show and like Zac Efron was being interviewed and he really liked Zac Efron and he started watching and then it was a, a cooking segment and he it was Guy Fieri and he's like, oh, I love Guy Fieri. And then he just held up the whole search party. So anyways, no, they're I don't late. think it was Derek. You think it was Amy's fault? Yeah, I think Amy might I be mean, a little- I mean, Allison? Allison, yes. I think Allison might be a little bit like me and she's not great with the time management. And so she thinks, I'm just going to put this stuff in the dishwasher really quick. Wait, I got to run and do this really, really fast. But that thing that was really, really fast actually took her a half an hour. Would you and be so late to a search she was party? Like, I don't think there are times on search parties. Was there like a drop dead? Everyone's here at 9 a.m.? I don't oh, know. So. Like at a funeral, would you be late for a funeral? Never. See? Ever. Yeah. So I kind of think a this wedding. is the same thing. No late to funeral, no late to wedding. Yeah. Don't do it. But I once showed up 20 minutes early to a wedding and I thought I was doing really great. And they literally were starting. They started early. Well, that's stupid. And I was that's so mad. No, and that's... They, I literally got out of my car and mm -hmm. I saw the groomsman standing ready to walk down the aisle. And he's like, hey, Kimberly. And I think I had my boot on at the time. For my ankle, he was helping me walk up. And I was like, aren't you supposed to be gay married? And he was helping me get up the hill with my boot on. And I was like, why is it happening? I thought I was, or I went early. But I think it was a weather thing. Like maybe it was going to start raining. And so they were trying to beat the rain. But I can't have been the only one that was 
no. only 20 minutes early. That's I thought, really early because you also don't want to be that early because you're just standing around and normally weddings are a little late. You want to just be like five minutes early. Yeah. You want to hit that sweet spot of like five to eight minutes early. Where you don't have to make uncomfortable chit chat with people for while a you're long waiting. time. Yes. Right. You're going to have to do it a little bit. And I already thought normal. I was going to have to for 20 minutes. It turned out I was basically like a freak at the wedding because I showed up late and I'm walking with the groom. Like he's helping me to a seat. And that's when people are seeing him for the first time. It was really weird. Whose wedding was this? Matt from the Trubies. He should also definitely be late. He's an actor. They should be, that wedding should be late. Yeah. Weird. weird. All right, keep going. So Nikki, Nikki's coworker, Allison and Derek are late. And that's important because they, all the other places to search have been assigned except for a couple odd places that weren't high priority to search. So Mm -hmm. they give Allison and Derek one of these places that's not been assigned already because it's not that high priority. And they're walking and Allison sees this huge pile of leaves and she starts kicking it with her boot, the leaves, and she sees blonde hair and Mm -hmm. she screams and Derek runs over and helps her and they're like trying to get the leaves out. And then there yeah it's it's not good but no. on the plus side i've very rarely seen a search party actually find a body right like i love them but they're usually kind of useless sometimes they might find a shoe or something mm-hmm. but very rarely do they actually find anything of note let right. alone a full on body no That's, that gave me re it re-upped my faith in the search party system yeah yeah the sister calls 911 and Harriet, the mom, is crying, and she can barely stand, and it's so sad. And then we've, we're interviewing Harriet, and Harriet's talking to a cop. She's talking to a cop before they found the body. Now, this is why I know that Kathy's brother did not commit suicide, because the cop is telling Harriet, you have to stop passing out these flyers because we've gotten a complaint. And <gasps> we know that that was B-word Kathy who needed to speak to the manager. And she called the manager, AKA the police, and said, this woman is passing out flyers for her missing daughter. And it's annoying me. me. Yeah. Yeah. And if her brother had just committed suicide, she would be dealing with calling her relatives, stuff like that. She wouldn't have time to call 911 on the lady passing out flyers, would she? Mm -mm. Unless she's like, I can't deal with my brother's death right now. I'm going to focus on harassing this poor old lady whose daughter is missing because it's the only thing I can control right now. And I'm Kathy and I'm a control freak. No, you're right. See? So I think it's just pure evil that Kathy possesses in her heart. Who That's calls really the cops? On someone distributing a flyer for their missing daughter. No harassment. Literally, she's knocking on doors. If they're not home, she puts the flyer on the door and she walks away. That is that harassment? You're calling the cops. And this is a neighbor. This is all within like a mile of Nikki's house. Which makes me think that sounds like a vendetta. That oh, sounds like Kathy I don't I don't like that, Harriet. Do you think Kathy's the killer and she didn't like Nikki? And that's why she's like, get away from my house or I'm calling the cops. And then she calls the cops and she Throw shuts herself off. in her house. I got to think about this. That when she heard that knock on the door, she thought it was the cops coming for her because she had just murdered Nikki. Instead, it's little old lady Harriet. And she's like, ah, ah, get away, get get away, leave me alone. I'm writing it down. I'll I didn't. Think about it. I, I didn't kill your daughter. I swear. 
And it's for something dumb, too. It's like Nikki let her shrubbery grow a little too unruly, and it bothered Kathy when she drove by. You're asking for it. That's what... Shrubbery. Okay, that's it. Is that that Monty Python joke again? Wand shrubbery. At least I got it this time. You explained it to me. I, I, I inserted two two clips of it into the Patreon episode. Will you insert, I fart in your general direction? Yeah, but you know that, but you don't remember shrubbery from the Knights of Knee? No. The Knights of Knee is like the most famous part of that movie. That and like huge trucks of land. Huge trucks of land. I don't think fun. they're in the same movie. Are you out of your mind? That's is, all Holy Grail. All of it. it. What's the one and then where they're like, Kniggets. Yeah. I know that part. About, it's and all then, Holy Grail. And then the part where they're like riding the fake horsey and making the noises. These parts Holy are way Grail. more famous than this shrubbery the knights part. Who, the knights who say knee. 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 What about Tim? Do you remember Tim? Some call me Tim. The bunny. The ferocious bunny. No. Everyone needs to back me up on this. I'm done. I'm done. Everyone, I need backup. I need, I need full listener backup. Kimberly has only seen parts of Holy Grail. Can you quote Troop Beverly Hills? Um, probably. No, not like I can. No, but we're not talking about that. You didn't do a quote from Troop Beverly Hills. You said shrubbery, which is the one of the most famous parts of the Holy Grail. I did get into an argument with someone at work the other day because they had never heard of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I, they said, the writer? <laughs> Oh, and then we were talking about it with somebody else. And I was like, they haven't heard of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. She's like, yes, I have the 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 director, right? I was like, who's she thinking of, M. Night Shyamalan? I have no idea. But That's weird. I said, if I've heard of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know he's big time basketball player. Because if I've heard of him, that's real. That's bizarre. Yeah. Anyways, okay, press on. Harriet is talking to this cop who's telling her that she can't pass out the flyers anymore because Kathy called the cops on her. And mm-hmm. as they're discussing this, the radio of the cop goes off and it says a body has been found. And that's oh when Harriet finds out that they found the body. And Harriet is on the phone with her old, the oldest daughter, Nikki's oldest daughter. And yes. it's, and she's, She's at the police tape and she's like, they won't let me go any further. They won't let me through. It's really sad. It's really she's awful. She's trying to get yeah. to the, it's horrible. Um, and I, wow, God, it's so sad. And the daughters are running towards the crime scene and Harriet's trying to block them. Like, you can't go in there, baby. You can't go. It's, oh, rough. And again, this is all on, on like, HD full, cameras. On, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. not grainy. It's not home video. No, this is like ABC News yeah. cameras. So, yeah. Yeah. The police find the body. They uncover the body. It's nude and has pink painted toenails. Oh, That's there we go. That's why they mentioned it. Freshly okay. painted toenails, as Dennis says. Hmm. The body had been out there for several days. There's no visible cause of death. Dental records confirm that it is Nikki. The bottom of Nikki's feet are clean. And so they think she didn't walk out there by herself. She was placed there. But, like, why would she walk out there naked and then pull leaves on herself on a big pile? I think it was also more like she wasn't chased out there. She was not running from right, someone, which true. is more what I thought. Like Someone took her unconsciously correct. there. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's a high level of date rape drug in her system mm-hmm. and semen. 
So they start looking at Matt, her husband, of course. Now, they don't tell us where the semen's located, right? Sorry, I'm just I think it was inside her, her, her. Her body, they say that? Her hoo-ha. Because they said in one point semen on her. Oh, maybe it was just like on her leg. To me makes like kind of a difference, right? Because I was trying to figure out, well, first of all, these are just, they're all awful, murder's bad, but the the sexual assault cases are just yeah, really double that. The police talk to Matt, the husband. He says she's run away many times, but only for hours, never for days like this. And he is a talker. The police say they can barely get a word in edgewise because he's giving them too much information. Why are they on the phone? That was weird, too. I couldn't tell if that's when he called and reported her missing or if that was the call when they call and say, she's dead, we need to talk to you. No, they do that in person. They are absolutely not calling. I figured they would do that in person. So So then I thought that must have been when he called to report her missing. They did not explain that, though. That would have been helpful because it was very confusing. They maybe did, and we just missed it. There we go. All right. Let's blame us, not Tateline. So he says she's mentally imbalanced. She has a fear of intimacy. They were in therapy. She throws things at him in front of the kids. He cannot stop talking about how crazy his wife is. Mm-hmm. Not very concerned that she's missing, just that she's crazy and very calm. And Dennis says to the cop, he's telling you that she's bats. Yes, he does. So is that a common expression or is that a Dennis-y expression where he takes an expression and changes it slightly to make it more Tennessee, but it it, it also makes it suitable for NBC TV. family viewing. Yes. Yeah, is that what he's doing, or have you ever heard anyone else say that? I have never heard it, and I love it. So I do too. They're bats, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I've heard baddie. I've heard baddie, but bats is great because baddie's sort of ditzy, right? Baddie right. is yeah. a lesser yeah. connotation. Bats is like, oh no, they're bats. They're you know straight what I love? up insane. Yeah. I love is I heard someone go, oh, she's crackers. Oh, crackers. And I loved, I just thought that I loved that so much. What about quackers? She's quackers. Would that be cute or would that be no, dumb? That's dumb. But you could use this opportunity to do your Donald Duck impression again if you wanted to. No, I don't want to overdo it. Okay. I'll let it. Let's save it. You got to sprinkle it out for the I people. Just, I've just, my dad would never do it. Never do it. He would, we'd have to beg him. And then you'd hear it from like across the room and he'd do it for a second. And his and was, was brilliant. so good. It was Why so he do clear. It? No, because I don't, he didn't want to, he didn't want to spread it out. So he would yeah. do it like once every few years. He would never do it. And then it was then, so exciting when he did mm-hmm, it. And then he would do it. And it was really funny. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So Mike and Nikki had gone for a date that night. The night before she went missing. And they came back and he wanted to have sexy time. And he wanted her to put, he's telling the cops this. He wanted her to put on a little outfit and have sexy time. And that's when she snapped, according to him. This, there's so many things that are weird about this story. Here's where it gets really weird. Matt's father was visiting them in from out of town. Why'd they go on a date? Presumably for no more than a few days, right? Maybe five at the most. You go out on a date and leave the father, and then you want to come home and have full-on outfits, role-play sex with your father 
right next door in the bedroom, like two two doors down. No, here's the deal. They had a huge house, number one. That house was huge. It was pretty big. But also, we're thinking about this all wrong. I think it's because you and I don't have kids. If your dad comes into town, it is a prime opportunity to go on a date because you don't even have to have a time limit. Dad'll just I wasn't, be there. So. I wasn't bothered by the dating uh-huh. thing. I was bothered by the sex the sexy thing time because thing. I was like, you ha- you can't wait a couple days. He's gonna be gone. But they didn't say that he was in the room next door. I think that I think the master. No, they probably said down the hall. Down the hall, though, right? They're not gonna like. It, I mean, there's a difference between having sexy time. They don't have to be loud. I guess it's just odd to me. It's like when that family had the family portrait right above the bed. Right above the headboard. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think the family and the sexy time should be combined at all. Let's keep them separate. Yeah, that's a little. Well, maybe they do it a lot in the shower. Some people like that. They do it in the shower. Because they lot. have kids to get away from Because the they kids. have kids. So it's doors closed, water's on. That maybe. seems just really dangerous. Like a lot of slipping and falling. <laughs> so for some reason that makes zero sense in the fighting. So we're back to the fighting. Mm-hmm. It's tur- it, the sexy time has turned into this fight. Mm-hmm. The dad is down the hall, the father-in-law. So for some reason that makes no sense to me, Matt calls his father into the bedroom. Oh no, no, they tell why. He well, he says he wants to. He's kind keeps like it sounds like he's instigating the fight by being no, like, sh- and my dad is not comfortable here. No, no, no. She instigated. He said that she picked the fight. Because when he asked her to put on the sexy outfit or whatever, she got insecure or something, so picked a fight, right? And then he said that the fight, like, sort of rolled into other things and said, you're not treating my dad well while he's here on his visit. You're being crazy and not treating him right. Right. Um, He feels really uncomfortable. And then, yeah, brings in his dad to back him up, which is not— To say, don't you—it's so weird. Don't you feel uncomfortable? Isn't she making you feel uncomfortable and hasn't been warm to her? And he says, yeah, I guess. And she's like, no, you're lying. You're, you know, you're all lying. Like, she's kind of screaming and stuff. But, like, it's just—come, let's bring my dad into the fight. It's just, it's all weird. Anyways, it gets weirder. Mm -hmm. So it gets so much weirder. Um, So Matt says that Nikki flips out and we have flashes of another episode that we did during our eight nights of Hannah, Katie and Kimberly, Mystery and Mustang. Mm -hmm. I don't, do you remember? Oh yeah. Nikki apparently rips her shirt off with her boobies hanging out with no bra and says, maybe we should just F in front of the father-in-law, throws her shirt on the floor and says, isn't that what family does in front of the father-in-law and the husband? So that's Now, just... later, the father-in-law kind of backs up this story. Kind of backs up the I mean, story? he does back up the story on the stand, right? Full on tells He's... the story. And yeah. Is... Very believable. No reason not to believe him whatsoever. Okay, so then we think Nikki fully did this. Yeah, I did. I fully think that she did. And I think it's a little, no, I think it's a lot bats. I think, but some of her bats is, will become attributed to other things, or that's kind of the spin Dateline producer was tweeting, I'll get to it, more about, like, if you're being emotionally abused, how that can kind of 
wreak havoc on your sanity. Hmm. Okay. You know, also that I'm not going to, I don't want to speculate too much, but something about, isn't that what family does made me super uncomfortable and made me think there was some sort of like abuse in her childhood. Yeah. I don't want to assume, but no, she, it, if it does. Matt is to believe believed, and I don't think Matt is to be believed about everything, but he did really stress that she had a lot of intimacy issues about men. He said very specifically she was super uncomfortable around men touching her or anything, but with women she was fine. And Correct. then she says, if, so if that's true, and then she says, isn't that what family does? It almost makes me think she's like being super sarcastic because- she's something happened to her when she was a kid, like by a member of the family. Does that feel like reaching? No, it doesn't. I think it's a, it could, it's possible. It was a very odd, that's a weird comment. The family thing is, it's either just so out of left field because her mind is shot. And so Mm -hmm. she's just being controversial and shocking. Or or, she has like PTSD. Or there's things, or it's also a punch at Matt. Of like, you know, this you happened, know what to, happened me. to me. So, right. That makes sense. Could be that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just playing both sides because we, we don't know who to believe because no. we only have one person that's still here. Correct. Although we have recordings of both of them, which we'll get to. Yes. The next morning, Matt wakes up and realizes Nikki's not there, but her purse is there. Her car is there. And the camera system that surrounds the house is turned off. And he said she turns the cameras off when she's mad at him to piss him off because he is super obsessed with these cameras. Dennis says it's like Fort Knox. They have 21 security cameras and a control room where they can watch. Well, not they, where Matt can watch all of them. And it's the weird part. There's many weird things. A, this is a low crime area. It's mm-hmm. not like they have to constantly be worried about crime. Mm-hmm. B, the cameras are surrounding every inch of the exterior, but also the interior. Mm-hmm. Like cameras facing the family watching TV. Mm-hmm. That's that's crackers. I know not why. in a fun way. I know why. Oh, because it's outside info? Mm-hmm. Is it what Matt says is outside info? Uh, it's what a couple of people say. It'll make sense. It'll make more sense to you, but I'm going to wait to the end. Okay. And I'll Ooh. Tell you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matt lawyers up right away. All of Nikki's family says she wasn't crazy at all. She mm-hmm. was, she was normal. It was Matt that was crazy and they're all suspicious of her. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's oldest daughter suspected her stepdad as well. Mm-hmm. The semen on her or in her is his. And the footage that they can retrieve shows her smoking on the patio and then the footage stops. It's all corrupted. So this goes to my question that I wrote down like five minutes ago. We've got that fight then. We have the audio and maybe some visual from that actual fight. Well, we don't because it's scrubbed. No. If we have her smoking a cigarette at 1230, why wouldn't we have the fight? That happens earlier that night. Because the audio was different than the video. So that's just a video camera. And the audio, at one point, Matt says that they recorded them fighting because the therapist told them to record themselves fighting, I think. 
No, so no, but that, but you don't. No, no. You if if it's on all the time, why wouldn't we have the fight? If it's corrupted from her going to smoke a cigarette at twelve thirty on, why wouldn't we have anything from the well, fight earlier in the night? Well, that's just one camera. I mean, you can corrupt different files. You so do corrupt- you think that's my question? You think that it was he corrupted the fight, or the fight was corrupted? Yes. Yeah, because the files when we get to the files. The mm-hmm. audio files have all been corrupted and they've had a wipe program run on them. No, and no. And they I, were run the day she went missing. So the and, whole day that she went. Yeah. But, so probably the fight. Do you, do you see what I'm asking, though? Why would we have something from after the fight and not the actual fight? Well, the Dateline uh, said that it was the last thing we have of her is video of her going outside to smoke a cigarette at 1230. So that's my question is why don't we then, if that- Well, maybe he specifically just deleted certain things. Does this seem odd? Why would the fight be deleted? Because that shows her at the most bats. Yeah, that's true. Because maybe it didn't happen like but I'm, that. I'm wondering if we have that maybe fight and we just don't talk about and it. and knocked her out during the fight and the dad is covering for him. Why don't you just agree with me once? But, but it's weird like, that it's weird that Dateline says it's the last footage we see is her going out to smoke, but somehow we don't ever hear about footage of that fight or so sound we're, of and that And we're fight. assuming the fight was before midnight. Definitely. Because they got home from dinner. Yes, and started fighting. And then she goes out to smoke a cigarette because that's what you do when you're mad. Gotcha. I don't know. I mean... Matt could have wanted to leave an image of her alive as the last thing. So it looked like she might have walked out by herself Hmm. and then took out the fight because his part of the fight was a lot more aggressive than he's making it sound. It could have gotten physical. The dad could have seen some things, but is lying to cover up for his son. Parents do that all the time. I'm just, it is odd for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of a reason why it makes sense. It's like when people delete texts, they might only delete the certain incriminating texts. But yeah, so I'm guessing just, there's something very incriminating about the fight. I'm just that, wondering if it's there and we just never get to hear about it. I think it's probably there. We just don't get to hear about it. I don't know. I feel like they would have played it then and not just given us Matt's rendition of what happened. Yeah. Because all we have is Matt's word for or it. Or maybe something is, huh? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. Because that tech guy seemed pretty on top of it. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of corruption on the files. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. And theories. Does anyone have theories? Let us know. Hmm. She's trying to, she's puzzled. I'm, no, I'm just, I it think. It didn't bother me. I didn't really notice that issue, but now I see no, that I just there's would an like, issue. I would just like to hear it. If it's there, oh, I would have course. liked to have heard it. And Absolutely. so I'm wondering also if Dateline only got certain access to certain uh, recordings. They may Maybe. have only sent snippets. But that's the juicy one. That's the one you want. Right. So maybe it was them. also in an area that wasn't able to be recorded, but it seems like the cameras were everywhere. Everywhere, even in the bedroom. Correct. Yeah. Matt leaves town. He takes his two daughters with Nikki, the youngest ones. Mm-hmm. The case goes cold. A new detective takes the case. He has an IT guy look at it. And then he says, he's the one who figures out that someone had deleted a bunch of files and then wiped them clean twice. 
once the day she's reported missing and once the day her body was found. Mm-hmm. I mean, obvi- it's no other person would do that besides Matt or maybe one of the daughters. It's someone in the house. It's the house footage mm-hmm. that was wiped the day she went missing and the day she was found. He, the IT guy recovers thousands of audio files though, thousands. And it's just- 500,000. Thousands, is insane. 500,000. 500,000, 26,600 minutes. 525,600 minutes. It, and moments of boobs and no bra. Aw. I know. I don't know Every time I think of that song, I think of the Michael Scott version, though. Every single time. I know. And you know he didn't know that they were going to do that. I know. I loved it. His tears are real. It is so, that is, I watch it sometimes when I'm feeling melancholy because it is like the sweetest. It's so, so sweet. Yeah, it is. Um, mm. Text or email or call. Or call. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had said, or woof. Oh. Would that, that have been a good? Woof. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> it was so, no, it was just, yeah, it was my favorite thing. So all of the recordings are Nikki and Matt fighting, screaming at each other. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like War of the Roses slash Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. It's one of these toxic couples Uh like that just, you would never want to be around them if you heard the things they were saying to each other. It's just this, this tension the stress level, it give, gave me so much anxiety it's to listen a lot. to it. Yeah. And it takes the cop a year and a half to listen to all the recordings. Oh and it, part of that, because was, they were so long, but he said it took him, like sometimes he just had to turn it off yeah. because it was just so upsetting yeah. hearing these people screaming at each other. And the more he listens to it, he thinks that Nikki was being emotionally abused, controlled by Matt. Mm-hmm. And he had this, like, force, this grip on her that was super unhealthy and Mm -hmm. toxic. They arrest Matt. He comes back to town to get Nikki's life insurance policy situated, and they are able to arrest him. And he's charged with murder, sexual assault, and eavesdropping. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Take it away, Katie. Katie. Okay, so you already got what he was arrested for? Okay, so after after Matt's arrested, his two daughters, Amanda and Rebecca, are their names. They post video to YouTube in defense of the dad. Um, We see some snippets. I was going to watch it, but then I found other interesting outside information, so I didn't but it's out there in the world. Um, they say that Nikki hated her side of the family. So Harriet, all the, the sister, all the people we're seeing, but obviously the other side of the family, Nikki's side, hates Matt and has hated him for a really long time. They yeah, keep- and like her side of the family says nothing about animosity between them. They went to that spa day. No. And they were very close. No, they don't talk about it. So I don't know. I don't, there's something off, but it's sort of, uh, he said, she said, they said, we said, nobody knows exactly. So the trial begins and the prosecutor basically paints Matt as a couch potato. 
Uh, they say that Nikki was the breadwinner and they were $300,000 in debt That's because he didn't really work. I don't know. And that ex- that equipment is expensive. He has a lot. He has like an equipment room where there's that, all of these, I don't know what to call it. It's that servers, what it looks yeah. like. It's all of those yeah. big like high cupboards with the electronics in it and like a thing of cords that I've never, it was the most cords I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was so many cords. I don't know. It was weird. Um, so something of his own accord. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> own accord. <laughs> don't forget. Okay. So they, she all, the prosecutor also says he turned the house basically into North Korea. There were cameras trained on them everywhere. Um, I love that phrasing. Yeah. Uh, and that killing Nikki was his final act of control. She thinks the way it went down is that he drugged her, had his way with her, and then ultimately killed her when she was trying to fight back. So the problem we have with that is that she had GHB in her system. She would not have fought back. She could have woken up at some point. Don't think that's the way that drug works. I mean, it's definitely not likely. Because the way that she was doing the timeline is that I mean, you get sort of progressively more drowsed, like you get more and more out of it. Right. And so, so you're saying he killed her for no reason because she wasn't fighting back. Just I think that timeline is wrong. Ah, That seems wrong to me. Um, and she thinks that what happened is that Nikki said she was leaving him and he snapped and strangled right. her. Um, I've seen it many times. But she also to play devil's advocate, did tell him she was leaving him on a regular basis. Right. There must have been something different about yeah. that night, about that declaration. The Also, the other problem is we don't know her her cause of death, which is There's a bit of nothing. a problem. There's not neck, like, bones breaking. Correct. There's nothing. That's we, really... We aren't sure how she died. The autopsy says nothing. No, I don't think so. We'd, That's kind of very strange. It's very strange. So I think we'll come back to that. Um, so the first person to take the stand in the do- in the prosecution is her daughter from the first marriage or from okay. her previous marriage. Yeah. And she says that he would often lock her in a bathroom, lock her in a room, maybe pushed her down the stairs, but we're not sure. There's some pictures that float around of her with cuts and bruises mm. that are out there in the world, but those have also been refuted that she also fell off a Segway. <laughs> there are some issues. So I'm unsure how that happened. Um, then the sister Amy takes the stand. I think it's Amy. I hope her name is Amy. Um, and she says that he not only did cameras in the house, but he put trackers on her phone. So that's not great. The no, tracking on the phone is real controlly. That's bad. So then they start playing the recordings. And the first recording we hear is her saying, let the record show I'm being locked in a room again. And then he says, let the record show she's being a real bleep. <laughs> I mean, it's, but it's interesting. She's very aware that she's being recorded. Yeah. So she says that. And I thought that was interesting. Um, and then there's another argument that they have about sex. I think a lot of the arguments were about sex, according Mm -hmm. to the prosecution. And she says, you go two days without sex and you think that I'm in strike mode, which I thought was really weird. Strike mode. I I feel like that's her 
striking against sex, like with a picket. Like, I'm not yeah. having sex with you. Correct. So she must have with, there must be something that happened in their therapy where she withholds sex from him for some reason. And that's called strike. That's called her going on strike. That's what I got from that. So that that's common. Where that's like you're common. mad at someone and then you're I like, well, I'm not going to sleep with you. Two days was. Two days in a normal marriage. Impressive. Is I was like, wow. What, that they can go that long without having no, sex? No, the opposite. That no, they're having yeah. sex every two days. Mm-hmm. Married that with was, kids, they're having, well, and they're, like, they're in their, they're middle-aged, they're not like 20-year-olds, and they're having sex like every two days? That's impressive. No, I think they're having sex every day. That's, and so this is why she says, you go without sex for two days, and you automatically assume I'm in strike mode. And then she says, don't touch me. And he's like reaching out, and he's like, I'm just reaching out, I'm trying to reach out to you. And she's like, I don't want to hold your hand right now. So that's kind of weird. It's some parts of these conversations you definitely, this sounds like normal stuff. So I would like to hear the really emotionally abusive stuff. That's the problem is we don't really get to hear that kind of if stuff. If she's literally being locked into a room and yeah, that's, that's true. That's horrible. That's effed up. No, exactly. Um, yes. So then the next one is about him having his hands around her throat. She says, your hands were around my throat. And he says, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. And she says, yes, they were. Your hands were around my throat. It's very pointed that yeah. he was trying to hurt her. And Their so, fights have gotten physical, yeah. Right. So then we go into a police call, a 911 call that was made 12 days before she went missing. Mm. Uh, the 911 call recording is, and she doesn't sound in distress. She sounds upset. She sounds angry. She says, he won't let, my husband won't let me leave the room. And so I don't know exactly what happened, but the police came out and she's on the front porch. We have images of her from the security camera on the front porch with a big suitcase next to her, but then she won't leave. And there's something weird about that. She doesn't want to leave the girls behind, but he won't mm -hmm. let her take the girls. Is that, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's I think that's what's happening. So it's a nasty... Or she's the breadwinner. She paid for that house. Like, he should yeah. get kicked out. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what happened in that fight, but there's... It was bad enough for the police to come out. And then the prosecutor's last witness is going to be the police IT guy. And mm. he says that someone had to have manually deleted or corrupted those files and nothing else was corrupted. That's why I'm asking about that one video mm -hmm. because nothing else, uh, it's hours and hours and hours, nothing else was deleted except those days, mm -hmm. which is very, very strange. Right. And then she closes her argument with an audio recording of Nikki saying, Welcome to my world. You killed me a long time ago. Oh. And it's very effective. And that's very, oh. very effective and very mm -hmm. smart of her, mm -hmm. to, of her to do that. So then now we're at defense time. So the defense attorney opens with a who, what, why, when, and where. And those are the very, these are the basis of journalistic questions, right? Thanks. Thanks, dude. And so I know it's sort of cliche. I feel kind of bad for him. Um, and I think I wish maybe... he had gone, gone. Um, uh, Webster's Dictionary defines mm -hmm. a murder as 
I also feel like he's kind of used that before. I think oh, he might totally. use it in multiple cases. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't he's know. like, oh, what different jury? They haven't heard this one. Mm-hmm. I can do but it. The prosecutor's then... super annoyed because <laughs> she hears this like, all the time. Oh my god, it's oh, Mr. Wow. Who, what, where, when, how guy. Oh, oh my boy, god, the and they all talk about him in the break room. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like. Hey, Tom and then he comes in, and they're like, John, how was your day? And yeah, they're they like, are. Uh-huh. where did you eat at lunch? And he has no clue what they're doing. And they're all totally. like snickering behind their back. They could definitely be that. Um, so the defense says that most of these recordings are from 2008, 2009. So it's a full two years before most of those bad recordings are from mm-hmm. that time period. So it's two years before. But the police call was from 12, 12 days, days before. before. Correct. Okay. Um, but I think, do think that's an effective argument because he talks a lot about the the recordings in a way that you're only being shown these one snippets. And I sort of went searching for others. I wanted to see if I could find longer stretches of the recording so I could hear the full argument. Yeah. Because it's really hard to get a sense from these shorter clips. Um, I just think if their fights had gotten violent, and that's true, even mm-hmm. if it was two years ago, he mm-hmm. could easily do it again if he snapped. Like, maybe he controlled his anger for a couple of years. He snapped again. I, I think once you're kind of physically abusive to women, it's a it's a pattern that doesn't just go away. I'm sorry, but we have no proof that he was physically ab- abusive at all. Right. Just, I'm saying if it's true that he put his hands around her throat. Yes. Um... But then they're also saying you're not hearing the good stuff, which is they got their marriage vows renewed in Hawaii in 2010. Mm -hmm. So the year before, like it's not it's you're hearing these. You're hearing both sides. And then you go, well, it's abused women stay with husbands and probably get their marriages, you know, Mm -hmm. renewed all the time, Mm -hmm. even though they're being abused or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. There's good points on the prosecution. I mean, the defense. no, and so, and they're also saying that in 2009, 2008, 2009, most of those recordings were at the encouragement of their marriage counselor. That's what you gotcha. were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah they gotcha. were at, that's what they wanted. Um, and Matt says that Nikki always shut off the system when she was mad. So, but that's also then why don't, I wish we could have had more um, stuff from the IT guy about other parts. Were there other parts missing? Do you see do you see in the pattern that there are shutdowns at different points when the recordings were turned off? Do we see? That's, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. So I'm just curious um, if they could tell that from the right, the or if she shut it down when they got home from dinner because mm-hmm. she was angry, and then he turned it back on. Right, and then um, he killed her and turned it back off again. Yeah. So Matt's father, whose name is Matthias, Matthias. Matthias. Matthias? What is, is that a biblical so name? So is that a Latin term for Matt? Is that why, is Matt Matthias Jr.? Matthias Jr.? Matthias, I think. Is it Math? It ha, is that Greek? What is that? I don't is know. It, Matthew but is, is biblical. But so Maybe is Matthias. But is Matthias. Matt short for Matthias? Matthias? Is Matt short for Matthias? It must be. He must be. So they have a very close bond, the dad and the... But isn't that funny? A that sexual that's the bond dad's with name? his wife. Weird. He does not have a sexual bond. We don't, we don't know what's happening. We do know. So he's called to the stand, confirms the story of her stripping. 
Yeah, and, and you felt says, like he was very believable. And says, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Totally believable. And he mm-hmm. says, because he seems uncomfortable to mm-hmm. talk about it. And he says, mm-hmm. and then she said, let's F like a family. And he also got it slightly wrong, which made it more believable because he doesn't remember the exactly what she said, which according to Matt earlier was, isn't this what families do? Mm-hmm. He got it a little bit wrong. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so it, that's the way it happened in his head. Gotcha. So after that incident, apparently Matt looks into having her committed. He wanted to have her forcibly put away um, and hires a divorce attorney. Oh, he hired a divorce attorney. Correct. He actually filed for divorce. I'll give you a little outside information. He filed for divorce two days after she went missing. What? Yes. He filed for divorce two days after she went missing. That is insane and makes no sense. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So the defense has said, why would he do that if he killed her? Why would he do that if she he didn't kill her and she's gone missing? Because I think he thought she ran away. Yeah, it sort of messes with you, doesn't it? With the daughters? Then the defense's last two witnesses are Amanda and Rebecca with the good hair. And the man... um, Rebecca did have pretty hair. Is she the one with the curly hair? Yeah, that was Rebecca. That's why I loved it. I was like, Becky with the good hair. You know, Um, that reminded me of um, Rebecca, what's her name, the Noxima girl and from 90210. She's married Gay to Hart. Eric Dane. Yeah. Not not married to Eric Dane anymore. They got a divorce. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah. Is that sad? It's very sad. Yeah, it's not good. Anyways, Becky with the good hair says that she used to throw stuff at her dad. She threw a high heel one time, and she actually had to duck out that of the way. That made me laugh so hard because the 90 Day Fiance mm-hmm. with Jesse cutting the steak on the bias mm-hmm. and what's her face? with the tight face, she threw a Louboutin at him. And he's like, "I if it had hit me in the eye, I would no longer be here. I wouldn't be standing here. And he wants to call the police. He's like 6'5", he- and she's literally like 4'11", and she threw a shoe at him. And he's like calling the police, saying it's physical domestic violence, and he was scared for his life. Correct. It, it's it, terrifying. It was It's a terrifying moment. I'm just kidding. I know, it's really bad. <laughs> um, so then also the um, the other daughter, Amanda, says that on the day that that 911 call happened, she was pacing around. She was pacing back and forth, and she was saying she was really tired of people talking behind her back. And Amanda asked her what she meant, and she said "I'm." she's hearing voices in her head that are telling her that people are talking behind her back. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, I think that that might be a little bit exaggerated because I think that, I don't know, I wasn't there, but I do think that maybe this could be a situation where she was saying, I'm metaphorically not, speaking, I'm, I feel like people are talking behind my back, right? Mm-hmm. There are things that are telling me, my sixth sense is telling me that people right. are talking about me. I can practically hear them in my head. Right. That, something like that. And yeah. so then the defense like, Close. there's a little voice inside my head. And then you go, what? You're hearing voices? Right. Like, that's so, literally not what I said. So the base, what did you say? I'm saying that when, the, I'm saying the same thing you're saying. That okay. It's like an expression. It's not like I'm no. literally hearing voices. When I say the voice inside my head says this. No, I I'm think not she's, literally hearing voices. She's trying to make it work for defending yeah. her dad. And uh-huh. so the closing defense 
goes back to the basic journalism questions. Who, what, why, when, where has not been answered sufficiently by the prosecution. So you must acquit. And so I was wondering if we could answer those questions. Who, what, why, when, and where. But we Seriously? Will, but we'll have to go. We'll do it after because I'm almost done with the recap. Okay. Finish the episode. So the jury took three and a half hours to deliberate, and he was guilty on malice murder. He says, I didn't do it in his defense and <laughs> is sentenced to life in prison. He actually didn't say that. I read like five articles where he said something else, and I thought that was really weird. And I was like, why? What? Why do we only see that? But all everything else says that he said, I'm innocent. I'm going to be a, I'm going to appeal. Huh. Isn't that weird? I know. Yeah. I thought that was weird. So Rebecca and Amanda leave forever. These are the two, his two daughters. Um, they don't want to repair the relationship with that side of the family. Oh, they don't so, care. so sad. And then we close out the episode really quick. It's like a very abrupt end. Yeah, when yeah. Dennis says, one murder, so many victims. And that's it. Like, that's the end. It doesn't, there's no drag out. There's no somebody walking beside a pond. There's no Harriet. No. No. They ran out of time. No, they're like, bye, Harriet. Yeah, sorry, Harriet. You don't get the closing word. And even Lester was abrupt. He's like, I'm Lester Holt. This has been Dateline, bye. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, it was over. Yeah, something happened in editing. They ran out of time. (laughs) They They totally ran out of time. You're trying to squeeze it in. So do you have, so let me give you my outside info, and then we're going to try to answer those questions. Okay. So my outside info was that he'd filed for divorce two days after she went missing. Yeah, that's... There were two separate funerals because the family could not do it together. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like attorneys were involved. Oh, my gosh. So the 21 cameras were installed to capture the fights. By he him. Inst- correct. He installed the cameras for proof that she was going crazy. That it was one of the reasons the interior cameras were installed. That was the reason. Yeah. Um, This is so toxic. It's real rough. Um, The one thing that I am really going to try to find is, oh, there's a really interesting thing on NBC.com, which maybe you can find and put up for Patreon. They do have him from prison talking to the oldest daughter, talking to Amanda. And she's talking about some sort of interview that she was going to do. And he's giving her directions. And I can't figure out if she's saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't figure it out. She's either saying, yes, sir, sir, or got, got it. Got it. It's, she's muffled. But I need, I need you to hear it so you can tell me what she's saying. I will watch it saying. because the, they posted it on Dateline. Um, on t- on Twitter. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. Because yeah. uh, it's really hard to hear what she's saying. I'll try. I didn't turn on the closed caption. If I don't she think there, calls him sir, if she calls him sir, that's it. It's right. It's it. I'm done. It's done. Yeah. I've already felt like they were Stepford daughters, and he had totally brainwashed them. Just watching the YouTube video, like it's really weird. Did you watch the whole YouTube video? No, just parts of it. But I had seen this episode before, so I remember oh. when it happened. Um, I remember when it originally happened, I think, and the YouTube video went out. So, so I really want to watch the 2020. I think there's a 2020 on this one. Maybe I watched that one too. And I really want to see that because in the trial, apparently the ex-wife takes the stand. His ex-wife Ooh. takes the stand. Oh no, it's so good. And I have to find it because she, I guess she kept saying 
He has beautiful eyes. He has beautiful eyes talking about Matt. Oh, my God. He has bug crazy eyes. And everyone thought she was flirting with him from the stand. (gasps) We have got to find it. That's because everyone on Twitter said how creepy his eyes are. Oh, that's funny. Like they're bulbous. We got to find it. We got to find it. Do you think he's that big of a controlling person that she's like a Stepford wife and still trying to get in his good graces? No, even no. Even after they're married. No, because she kind of messed, messed him up a little bit. She said that he used to like it rough. And so he would pin her down. She's like, I'm not very big. So he could pin me down or whatever. But that doesn't look good for him. No, she me- she messed it up. But is that not crazy that she, I've got to see if she was flirting with him. I'm dying to find out. Wow. Dying. And we never heard from um, Nikki's first two husbands. No. I would like to hear that, too. Not that it matters in this case, because this is a case of, so if you're going through the who, what, where, when, and why, the who, who else could it have been? Right. Besides Kathy. I mean, hang on, let me stretch my leg, because Kathy makes me really upset. Why don't you turn on a light in that room so you're not like Darth Vader? No, I like being like Darth Vader. I don't like it. I can't see you. Katie, I am your friend. Aw. Friender. Shit. I am your friender. <laughs> that was that's funny to you? Instead of father. Katie, I am no longer your friend. Oh. <laughs> because of that joke that you just made. I'm, I'm, Kathy is oh. could fully be the murderer. I'm not gonna throw it completely out the window. What about I'm surprised you haven't gone for your your normal one of the daughters? Right. <laughs> Which I normally cut out of episodes, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if he was convincing one of the daughters to do it? And one of the daughters is actually a sociopath and like turned off the cameras, killed her mom to make their dad happy because she was causing so many problems and she was going to leave anyways. So your dad is bad no matter what. One thousand percent. Got it. I do not at all. You do not? I do not believe I'm low carb. I just think about donuts all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think that, no, I did not think Matt is a good guy. I don't believe that he was a good guy that was putting up cameras to document that she was crazy. I think there was a whole lot of other stuff going on and some really manipulative, emotionally abusive behavior going on, maybe from both of them. I think together, both of them were extremely toxic. I think you're looking at the thing where it's like when your relationship gets to the point where if you are putting up cameras to catch proof of someone's crazy, it's over. Yeah. It's time to sign the papers. Yeah. But I think he thought maybe he wouldn't get custody of the girls unless he proved that. Well, he wouldn't because he wasn't the breadwinner, right? Right. So why? But if she was crazy, maybe he could. And there's a life insurance policy. So your why is definitely and there's so much custody of the daughters. And right. Then the next question is, so when did he do it? Would be after she smoked her cigarette at yeah. 1230. Yeah. And I don't then, believe he woke up at 6 a.m. and she was gone. I don't so it understand. it happened before then. But we're, we have a big question mark on how. Yeah, that's weird. Because usually even suffocation, that there's right. there's proof of that. Mm-hmm. So 
it is weird. Unless he OD'd her on, can you OD on date rape drug? Well, I feel like they would have found that in the system, right? In the toxicity report. That it was like a lethal amount? Yeah. They said it was a huge amount. Does it seem strange to you, though? There's a few things that seem strange. The the Obviously, the divorce papers sound really strange because that would be something that unless he's just unbelievably clever, he would have just reached his breaking point because he would have had this horrible fight with her where she flashed her, his father and then goes off because she's mad that I'm playing like if he didn't do it. Right, right. That she goes off and, and he's mad and he's like, no, I'm done. This is time. Mm-hmm. I'm divorcing her. Mm-hmm. She's left me. I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, she walks through the forest and then cleans her feet. Right. And so, then dies and then covers herself in a pile of leaves and suffocates. No, no. Leaves. This is why this is why it's confusing. It falls like, apart. No. And it also falls apart because why would he. If he was trying, but this is the problem too. If he's trying to frame this as she was taken out of the house and possibly sexually assaulted in the wo- in the bushes by the house or mm-hmm. what have you, then w- w- he would be aware that his semen would right. be present on her body. Right. So he, and according to him, they didn't have sex that night. They had a huge fight about how they weren't having sex that night. Because she didn't want to have sex or put on a cute outfit. And then the father-in-law got involved. So why would he be really smart about some things and really stupid about other things? Why would he be smart enough to throw everyone off the scent by filing for divorce? What if he's dumb enough to file for divorce to get the life insurance policy because he knows she's dead and she's not coming back? Why would you file for divorce if you're trying to get a life insurance policy? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't get the life insurance policy. Or would get the girls because he thought the other family was coming for the girls. And he wanted to be distanced as much as possible. No, that wouldn't do any good. If they got a divorce, would he get half of her money? No. Alimony? Yeah, because she makes more. No, but not if she's dead. Divorce would only hurt him in the case that she's dead. It would hurt him, not help him. So see, why did he do that, but then leave his bodily fluid on her body when he placed her in the woods? What happened here? Did the dad do it? Is this Matthias? Was he like... Matthias? Matthias. Um... But okay, so do you do you see why I'm I'm struggling with with parts of this? I'm I'm struggling with it. I'm also it, I want to hear more of the recordings too. I want to hear all of it. I need to hear it because I need some sort of a. I need to know more about him to be able to understand how he was thinking in this murder. How did she die? I don't know. Do you think his lawyer tried to get him to? file because his lawyer was smart and was like, because he lawyered up immediately. No, he lawyered up after she was found. But he had already been considering having a divorce lawyer, right? If he filed for divorce, he he, had a lawyer. He got, he contacted the divorce attorney that night of the fight and then filed two days after that. Was like, she took off, I'm done. 
And the lawyer, believing his story, said, well, then let's file for divorce papers because that will show that the lawyer's smart. And he's like, that'll show that she's gone. She left you and you should have the kids. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Because I Definitely. murdered her and I know she's not coming back. Okay. It was the that, lawyer that was the smart one, but thinking that he was innocent maybe or sneaky. I see what, maybe I the see lawyer what being the smart one or maybe the lawyer just being believing his story and that she did leave and you would maybe file for divorce if you were left. Okay. All right, I can this, see that. I mean, I have to believe a lawyer is smarter than him. No, but I just can't. It's It's a weird... It's a very we've strange seen some dumb lawyers. And then I also really want to know how. Yeah, that's weird. I need to know how there she was died. Any theories about? There's something on his computer. I read one really quick thing about it, and then I couldn't find anything else. The part of the reason that they were able to arrest him is something they found on his computer, and I want to know what that is. Like I, a Google search. It was something, but I think also it, something on his computer could also be the recordings. The computer, the recordings are obviously all stored on his right. computer. So it, so there's there's something that happened that they were able to actually arrest him on it, and so we're missing some information. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying, and I need to know. Inquiring minds need to know. Okay, yes. what do you have for B-roll, Bonanza? Uh, the court reporter yes is talking into this thing mm-hmm. that I've never seen before. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, she has a dictaphone? No, it is, it's like a sleep apnea mask that like covers her whole mouth and is like suctioned to her face. Like she's a a jet pilot in Top Gun. And And she's talking into it? She's talking into it behind the lawyer. And so I asked uh, online because someone was talking about it. And Bacardi Rose says it's a steno mask a soundproof mask that connects to a speech-to-text stenograph that types the court transcripts. But it looks like she's like Darth Vader, like with the cord running down. It's really funny. It's really weird. And then I didn't really understand why the text-to- or speech-to-text program wouldn't just pick up everything and then there's no need for a court stenographer. But- Bacardi was saying that maybe it's because the program is only set to her voice specifically and she's there so she can go back and read stuff back to the judge that has just been said. But if it was so what I'm guessing is she is speaking some kind of shorthand. Maybe. She's not probably saying it in full sentences. She's doing clips of words and then it picks oh, up on the clips of words. Yes, like, like that's secretaries how you, would write in Whatever but that's, that's how called. that's how yeah. a, that's how a stenographer works. Anyways, you're you're working on a specialized keyboard, right? That does it's I like see. certain clicks for certain words. I see. I don't know. My mom went to went to school to be a court stenographer for a hot minute. I have to <gasps> oh. ask her about it. I know it's so fascinating. I don't know why she didn't finish it. She didn't go through with it. She was a hippie. She was bouncing around. I met a court stenographer once at a party, and I like planted myself next to them. Absolutely. And I was like, tell, tell me, me everything. everything. Yeah. Uh, even like, I, but I bet it's mostly boring cases, but sometimes you get a interesting one. 
Well, it seems like a fascinating job. You have to, I, this is stupid. I was just going to say, you have to have a high level brain, but you do. You have to kind of be very intelligent. I'm assuming yeah. to be able to, you have to register very, very quickly mm-hmm. a lot of information Absolutely. and people talking over each other, objections mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. and this, because you have to record everything that's happening. That's Absolutely. nuts. Yeah. That's Absolutely. crazy town. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you, so obviously you didn't notice the woman in the blue shirt that said prayer, says something prayer. I couldn't read all the words. I was trying really hard, but she's on her phone behind everyone during the search party at all the pivotal moments. It's like Ooh. there's Harriet on the screen and there's some lady. I, she must be a cousin or she's the killer and she's planted herself at the scene. And she showed up to get some extra attention but and she thought she'd stand out more like when Kelly wore white to Phyllis's wedding on the office. Yeah. And why are you and on your she, phone? She's on her she's, phone. She's like, I'm I'm getting photographed right now. I'm on the video, the no, local news. Look at the local news. I'm gonna be here. Why you know, are there's you- those people who are at every crime scene? They're like right. crime junkies, not the podcast crime junkies. Those are good people, but yeah. like people who assert themselves in every investigation because they mm-hmm. need that sort of attention or validation or something. So they are, and they bug the police a lot and they have nothing yeah. to do with the case, but they act like they were super involved. Is she the 99 cent store lady? No. <laughs> runs a shelter out of her house. No. People loved that story, by the way. The they 99 cent store? They story? want They want an update every time you go. It's the 99 cent store? 99 cent store chronicles with Some, Katie. Sometimes I walk out. I did last time I went. The lines were too long. I walked in and I said, no, not today. <laughs> not today, Satan. I went because they had new makeup at the checkout stand last time I went. They had a basket of like Maybelline and like nice drugstore makeup for a dollar in a basket. But as you're checking out, so what are you going to do? So then I'm trying to go through it as fast as I can. And I'm watching her ring and she's like ringing my stuff. And I'm like, oh no, go, go, go as fast as I could because there's people behind me. Do you really need more makeup? For a dollar? Absolutely. I can try this stuff now because I'm not going to pay $6 to try it, but I'll pay a dollar. So what <laughs> I might need expert eyebrows. You don't know. And so then... I'm going through it, going through it. And then the woman that's behind me in line, I like see a little shadow and she comes on the other side of me. And I'm like, I'm at checkout. I'm the one that gets to go through the basket. You back up. You wait your turn. And she like starts reaching in and grab. It's not a big basket. And she's reaching in and like trying to take. So I didn't get to see what she grabbed. And I'm like, why is this basket at checkout? Because I can't have my bags in my hand and be standing here still trying to go through makeup and go through the I line again. I would have popped my head in front of someone in line and said to the cashier, excuse me, can I take this and look through it? And then taken it to a quiet aisle by myself and where no one else was around and dug through it and then but got I, back in line. I couldn't because I didn't know until the very end and I'm leaving the store. Oh, I see. It was at the very end of the trip. Yeah. That's and then right. she's there. So I can't take it because now sh- her mitts are all over it. It's bad. Grubby was, mitts. Her grubby mitts ruining all my fancy, yeah, fancy makeup. Okay, um, and then, uh, uh, no, I didn't have any other. Nope. Nope. No more. No more. B roll for me. That's the end. I have really nothing else to say. What about fashion police? I got a fashion police. <laughs> 
Go for it. Did you notice that the first detective we meet is in a red button down? And I wondered if that was because everyone wore red to her search oh, party. Oh, I did notice that. I thought that was very sweet. If that's what he that was doing. When I think he that, was driving, yeah. That might be what he was doing. So that's really nice. Did we have any brands unhappy with Dateline? Walmart. Of course. Uh, surveillance cameras. North Korea. North Korea. <laughs> well, their brand has already been yeah, severely it's tarnished. Not great. It's not uh, so good. They don't have the best PR. But... Georgia neighbors. Yeah. Because of for Kathy. Sure. Kathy yeah. ruined Southern what I thought Southern hospitality was supposed to be. I thought people would be nice. Yeah. They're supposed that's what Southern hospitality. Nope. What Spa the days. heck? Spa days. Spa days are kind of ruined. Did you have any precious moments? I mean, I liked Harriet. Mm-hmm. And I liked the sister. But you didn't and like I her enough bad. to remember her name. I feel bad that the daughters don't want to be associated with them because they've been brainwashed by their dad. Okay. In my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Hashtag truth. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> I Kim- eat the truth. Hashtag Kimberly's always right. Yeah. I'm just saying families are weird. You never know what's happening. It's true, but come on, Harriet. Yeah, I understand. Who wouldn't want Harriet to be their grandma? No, Harriet seems very sweet. I'm wondering if it's the sister. Who's the problem? It, it could be the sister. Who but did who did she fight with? Who did Nikki fight with? I thought no one because they Dennis specifically says even after they moved out and she got married, they still made time for each other. And there's pictures of them hanging out with the, each other's children. And then he says they go to this spa day to spend time together. So mm. I don't know who she didn't get along with. Mm. And her coworkers seem to like her as well. And they thought she was sane. So unless the family's in total denial and he's the only one seeing the truth. Yeah. The daughter's testimony was super slim. The shoe throwing and the voices comment. And I think he paint, he could have painted this. He had them alone for four years after the murder. Yeah. He could have made shaped things in a certain way. You're right. Again, in my opinion. So do you not think so you do you not think he did it or do you think he did it? Yeah, I think he did it because I don't know who else would do it. Matthias. Matthias. But I think there is some I want more information because I I need a clearer story. I don't feel like I don't I think Dateline did a good job in this episode, but I don't think that I have all the information I need to be able yeah. to be a hundred percent like, yes, this right. is how it happened. There's a lot of questions on this one. I see what the defense attorney was trying to do. Because that's what I would try to do if I was the defense attorney. What mm-hmm. happened? No one can tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. The The prosecutor can sort of talk about it, but her story didn't make sense. I was bummed. I wanted to hear her theory, and her theory didn't make sense if she was drugged. Yeah. And then there's no strangulation marks. Yeah, was she suffocated? Well, could the marks have gone away because they said it was really damp and she was out there for a few days? Yeah, she was out there for a while. So the decomposition, well, they said that it was really hot. Yeah. So the heat decomposition, there were things, but I don't know. I feel like maybe suffocation would be hard to tell because maybe the interior of her body, like don't they normally check things like petechia and things like that for suffocation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and your lungs. Sometimes there's like... um, if you're suffocated by a pillow, I think there's like pillow um, fibers 
that are like in your throat or in but your But they lungs. didn't have any of that? We couldn't get any of that sampling? We don't know who the, did the autopsy. Maybe they have a really shoddy, small department. Yeah. Because it's a safe area and there's not a lot of murders. Maybe we should call them. Okay, what do you have for Twitter? Uh, I don't have that much. Rayford512. I don't think my bank has as many cameras. <laughs> but Cardi Rose, who gave me the information about the steno thing, she used her boobs to move leaves. Wow, best dateline ever. And her, her boobs? Mini Pot Roast wrote, boots. Oh. Boots. <laughs> boots, sweetie, boots. Dana Sand, 88. Damn, I can't believe they actually found Nikki. I wonder if I could get Allison to come to my house and look for my keys. The end table. Seeing that lovely mom go door to door, and now my eyes are all squishy. I know. And then lastly, uh, mom in high heels said, what kind of a-hole calls the cops on someone passing out flyers for their missing family member? I hope that person gets constant bouts of explosive diarrhea for the rest of their miserable life. Agreed. Yeah. Same. Agreed. Or like a Preach. rash. Like a rash. Oh, like that's a boil, like, a rash that won't go away, but it's like under the skin and you can't get to it. Really itchy rash. Yeah. I've had yes. a rash that made me want to like just throw myself out a window before. Yeah. Yeah. So, if it's like, it feels like it's under the skin, like the worst. deep under the, and you feel like you can't get to it. Okay. So yeah. against, once again, we're not doing mailbox because we've you, also run out of time. Do you have one mailbox that you'd like to do that's really important? Well, this is okay. Claire from Patreon mm-hmm. says, as a special service to Katie, I need to tell you about eye drops that will turn your red eyes to blindingly Chris Jenner white. What is it? Lumify. There we go. It's Bausch and Lom, so you can find it at Target. They are amazing, and people no longer think I've been on a three day bender. Can and you wear Brittany, them? With, can you use it with contacts? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I would hope so. Brittany said, this kind of useful information is what makes a community special. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is... I Thank am you. so excited. Thank you, Patreon. Thank yes. you, Patreon. And when I start my um, my side beauty podcast that right now is just going to be me alone, spewing venom into the microphone about beauty products, um, this I'll be talking about Lumify. I love it. I'm not doing it. Oh, um, we missed one, Melanie Mansfield. We missed a big tweet, prison crocs. Croc them up. Oh, come on, croc them up. Yeah, instead of lock them up. Yeah, we kind of missed that. Crocs, not glocks. Okay, but I said crocodile glock. You did, never mind. So we could have spun after that. All right, everybody. Don't watch alone. Watch with a billion cameras watching you so that yeah, you're actually watch alone. not alone. Actually watch alone. Please watch it's alone. It's better to maybe watch it's, alone. It's better to watch alone in this case. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Knights of Knee, we are but simple travelers who seek the enchanter who lives beyond these woods. We shall say Nick again to you if you do not appease us. Well, what is it you want? We want a shrubbery. A what? Me. 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 Please, please, no.